Sahana Vavatu Sahano Punatu Sahaviryam Karavavahi Tejasvinavadidamastu Mavitvishavahi Om Shanti 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 Do you sometimes feel confused or weighed down by too many choices in life, which then prevents you from moving forward? Have you ever thought about how you can get really clear messages on what would be helpful to you? Really clear guidance. Clarity is so important in helping us create what we are here to do. But how do you move through the chaos of daily life to access clarity? Something that often feels elusive. In today's episode, we will discuss why clarity is so important and how accessing it will start to catapult your life into new and exciting directions. Namaste and welcome to the Spiritual Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Savitri Amba, Director of the American Reiki Academy and the Vedic Healing Center. I'm a Reiki master, Vedic healing master, feng shui teacher, and spiritual life coach who has practiced and taught spiritual self-development and healing for more than 30 years, led pilgrimages to India, and studied with blessed Indian gurus. In this show, we cover topics related to metaphysics, Reiki, Vedic healing, yoga, manifestation, spiritual growth, and feng shui based upon my studies and work in these disciplines. The aim of this show is to help you awaken, develop, and tap into your spiritual power in order for you to manifest love, happiness, success, well-being, peace, and productivity so you may blossom into the highest expression and version of you. Welcome to today's episode, which is entitled, Get Clear, Manifest More. In several episodes already, I have spoken about manifestation or conscious creation, but something that may preclude manifestation is clarity. And I'm not referring just to the notion of clarity, but actually really accessing clarity in order for us to be successful with what we are trying to create in any given moment. Clarity will also help us alleviate stress and worry and really dissolve any kind of interference that may be blocking us from manifesting. So today let's discuss clarity and how to access it in our lives and also why it's so important. 
Clarity conjures up visions of peace, almost a purity, a serenity. Just the word kind of gives relief, I think. Where there was once confusion, maybe a jumble of emotions, thoughts, ideas, physical things, when clarity enters the picture, there is now transparency, an ability to see, to perceive. It's like the clouds clear, and all of a sudden there is this wonderful light that streams down. So when we have this ability of accessing clarity, we can move forward very effectively. Sometimes when we are trying to manifest something in our lives, we fail to understand that we are lacking clarity. That thing is not manifesting and we wonder why. So for instance, we may want to create a new home, but we have not clearly defined what that could mean. When you give definition to the project or idea or dream you are trying to pull into your existence, we then give that thing the room to come into being. It's almost like we give it permission to come in and to come in more quickly. Where there is confusion, however, there will be delay, uncertainty, misalignment. There will also be interference. So clarity brings us into alignment with everything. And in alignment, we are successful. There are many ways to access clarity, to get clear. Here are some tips for today. The first tip is to clear your physical space. Sometimes we resist this process because we perhaps have become accustomed to living amongst clutter. Clutter may represent security for us, but it actually clouds everything and it brings us down. You can certainly create wherever you are. You can create on top of clutter. You can create on top of a mess. But why should you? It's much harder. So in this new year, we're still in January. I'd like you to, I'd like to suggest that you focus on bringing clarity into your life. It's a wonderful a way to still tap into the new year energy. And the first thing is by clearing your physical space. There are many ways to do this. Of course, you can go room by room. You can um, do categories if you want all your books at once, all your clothes at once. You find the process that helps you. But as you start to get clarity in the physical space, your mind and your being become much lighter. You can see and feel and sense how much the physical space is affecting you as you start to get clarity. 
you actually have energy currents going out from your body. And you can visualize those as lines, as cords, or, or, or lines, little pathways. And abundance cannot flow to us. And I'm going to, uh, when I say abundance, I mean whatever you're trying to create. So it doesn't necessarily have to be money. It can be just projects, ideas that, that you're trying to bring into the physical world. These things cannot come to fruition when you have unorganized, clogged, messy, confused pathways from your body. So abundance cannot flow to you when you have these these messy uh, energies around you. It can flow to some extent, but not to the extent that you will really welcome it into your life, that you will really say, ah, everything is coming together. So I really encourage you to clear your physical space. And again, it's something we resist, um, partly because of laziness or Uh, Again, we've gotten used to living amongst some kind of clutter. It could be just in one area of your home. Let's say you go to sit at your desk and you have a big pile of papers and you've gotten used to that pile of papers being there. But when you say, I'm going to clear this one pile of papers, you bring in new energies to the space and you bring in clarity after it's it's completely cleared. So we all know how wonderful it feels when the kitchen has been cleared or the house has been vacuumed and mopped and dusted. So in this new year, try this uh, idea of being very vigilant with your physical space and clearing it of clutter. You can go through every room in your house, every drawer in your house. And what will happen is the act of clearing these objects will build upon the act. (laughs) So each, each little drawer that you clear out that will help you as you move on to the next drawer and it will kind of snowball and you will start to feel better and better and better. So this clearing of the physical space is really quite important. The second way to get clear is to receive body work. Body work clears interference in the being Each of us is like a computer, storing everything, our experiences, our hurts, our pains, our upsets. We can clear this debris. And when we do this, there are greater pathways for light to flow through us. Body work has sometimes been viewed as a luxury, but it is actually an important part of caring for the physical form. Just as you exercise to stay in shape, receiving body work is a part of you keeping your being in shape. 
Now, why would you want to walk around carrying the baggage of the past, those hurts and pains and upsets, when there are ways to release these, these old wounds and bring clarity to your being? This is part of the work of spiritual self-development to rid ourselves of these things that are no longer serving us. And we call it baggage. It is a baggage that we're carting around with us. So we are attempting to make ourselves fresh and new and uh, returning ourselves to our innate sparkly natures. And one of the ways to do this is through body work. When I say body work, there are many different types of holistic body work, and you choose what suits you. But when you find the mixture of what may suit you, you will feel so incredible in your in your body, just like walking into a clean house makes you feel incredible and makes you feel uplifted this same uh, sense will occur in your system when you start being vigilant about receiving body work. Again, this body is the temple of the soul, so we must treat it kindly. We must treat it with love and attention. The third way to access clarity is through deep introspection. And I have said this before that in the Vedic literature, we are asked to inquire of ourselves three questions daily. And those questions are, who am I? So who are you at this point in your life? We are right now in January 2024. Who are you in this January 2024? Take stock of this and maybe journal about this. And then what are you here to create? You have already come this far. You have already created many, many things in your life. What are you still here to create? And what are you to create at this particular moment in time, this year, this month? How can you start to fuel your creations. So that's the third question is how can I best do this? How can I best fulfill my purpose? Your purpose gives you clarity. So there's that word again. And clarity also helps you understand your purpose. So I think it goes both ways. Your purpose gives you clarity. And clarity helps define your purpose. So deep introspection about who you are as a a being and what you are here to create and how you can best do this. How can you serve the divine energy that lives within you and that animated you as you came into this body? The fourth tip for deriving clarity is daily meditation. I have heard people kind of gloss over meditation 
as if it isn't so important, as if it is not the latest and greatest uh, technique. Or I've heard people say, I meditate when I'm walking or when I'm doing activity. And although this is a form of meditation, I'm talking about the sitting in stillness and doing this on a daily basis. And if you have not yet experimented with this or developed a uh, dedicated practice, then I urge you to make this the year that you do develop a daily practice and not end the year saying, oh, I, I've tried meditation, but I'm not very consistent with it. I hear this over and over that people are not consistent with meditation. But I would suggest that meditation is like exercise. Once you get the hang of it, you love it and you cannot imagine your days without that meditation. And the fifth tip is to listen to your intuition. Your intuition is a precious part of your being. And unfortunately, we are not taught in school to listen to this intuitive energy, this intuitive voice. But when we listen to the intuition, we derive great, great insights. And these insights give us the clarity we need to move forward. I said your intuition is a precious part of your being. I would also venture to say your intuition is your oracle. It gives you incredible guidance, very, very clear guidance. So this intuitive voice, this intuitive energy is not coming from the intellect. It's coming from a space that exists above the intellect. It is the super conscious uh, energy of you, the, the extra energy of you. It's you as pure spirit. And so this is the most amazing and magnificent energy you can tap into. And again, this listening to your intuition goes hand in hand with the previous tip, which was about meditation. And meditation will support you getting in touch with your intuition and your intuition will support you in wanting to do more meditation. Your intuition will just guide you in all facets of your life, but it will also keep leading you back to sitting in stillness because that's where you are accessing it. That's where you're really honing it, I should say, because you can access that intuitive energy at any point during the day as a result of you connecting with it in meditation. So let's say you have a meditation practice and it occurs early morning and you derive some intuitive uh, messages at that point. But also during the day, you will get intuitive hits or intuitive 
messages, insights uh, that come to you at random points. And it's because of that practice that you did in the morning. Sometimes in the morning, you may be simply in stillness and you are not necessarily receiving information on a conscious level. You're always receiving the information though. There's always a download of information that's occurring in meditation, but sometimes the exact way that translates into your life is not readily apparent until later on during the day when you have an aha moment. And this is the the incredible value of meditation. And of course, there is more to meditation than just getting you in touch with your intuition and your super conscious, your, your, the, the highest version of you, you as pure spirit. There, there are other, other results, other occurrences that happen as a result of connecting with this highest part of who you are. Now I have one more tip for the day, and it's tip number six. And this podcast, again, is about deriving clarity. So this is a little bit of an unusual tip, and I love this tip. It relates to my studies with feng shui. And the tip is to move some objects in your home. So tip number one today was to clear clutter. But Sometimes we are stuck and we're actually not able to motivate ourselves in order to clear the clutter. So you could get help and enlist, you know, somebody else to come into the space and help you and and that may work. But here is the sister or the cousin tip to clearing clutter. Move some objects to new places. In the school of feng shui that I studied, there was a rare little um, remedy. It was a little cure that you could do. And it says to move 21 objects in your home and you will start to draw in change. So the other thing is perhaps you may not have clutter and congratulations if you do not have any cluttered areas. You may just have some stuck energy in your life. Therefore, moving things will bring in clarity. You create a fresh scene and that brings clarity. So why clarity? Why did I decide to address this topic of clarity. The title of this podcast episode was Get Clear, Manifest More. Clarity brings change. Change represents movement. Movement is so important for the flow of life. We cannot manifest anything new when we are stuck, stagnant, grounded in past energies, doing the same thing, movement is going to instigate change. So all of this is related to clarity. We can say that clarity brings change, and we can also say that change brings clarity. They are intertwined. And This idea of change and movement is going to help your projects 
manifest. It's going to help your projects get new life in them. So in this new year, I'd like to suggest that you make a commitment to yourself to get more clear in some way. You can get clear in mind, body, spirit, and your emotions. There are many other techniques I haven't discussed here, amazing healing techniques that will clear energies in your being so that manifestation becomes really quite effortless. And in some of the subsequent podcasts, I will talk about these other ideas. But for now, I want to say in this new year, in this month of January, make decisions that are going to affect the trajectory of this year and of your life and not wait until you're six months in the year and say, oh my gosh, where did those six months go? It's already June. Instead, say to yourself, look how much I am accomplishing because of the things I set into motion in January. We have to be extremely committed to our growth, to our self-growth, and to make this commitment on a daily basis by the habits that we implement. I teach many people Reiki and Vedic healing and Feng Shui, but specifically with Reiki, I would say, and Vedic healing, who people who come to me later in their lives and they say, I wish I had done some of this sooner. I became immersed in this practice of spiritual self-development when I was in my 20s, and it has been a tremendous experience and continues to become more and more fascinating and more and more supportive to my life. So I would urge you, if any of this sounds interesting, to find out how you can use spiritual wealth with specific techniques to lift yourself up out of whatever space you find yourself in that maybe feels a little too comfortable and a little too easy. We want to challenge ourselves to grow and change and evolve. And if for some reason you are in a space of feeling low, depressed, sad, hopeless, then please reach out to me, contact me directly, and I would love to be of assistance. You can also visit the website and find some resources there. And again, make this commitment. We are still in January. Make a commitment that this year is going to be your best year ever for manifesting what you came here to do, what you came here to express, your unique and divine gift that you have to bring forth to this world. And when you locate that, you will have a sense of 
great fulfillment, great light, great satisfaction that will spill over into everything you do, everyone whom you meet, and everything that you touch because you will be on purpose. And the only way to get on purpose is to become very close to your spiritual self, your, what I said before, I called it your super conscious self. It's you as pure spirit to become one with that energy again. And this can be accessed through the spiritual path. Om Asatoma Sadgamaya Tamasoma Jyotirgamaya Mrityurma Amritamgamaya Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Om Sairam Jay Guruji Om Amrite Shwari Namaha Hare Krishna Om Namah Shivaya